Welcome back, everyone. So happy to be here in this second step, this second episode. I am really enjoying this process of creating a podcast. It's so different than anything else I've ever done, but I'm really having an awesome time reflecting and thinking on stories of my life that have impacted me that I hope sharing with you will also impact you. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. My name is Karin, and I'm discovering myself in music more recently these days, and I'm trying to find ways to meaningfully connect with those that are following along my journey, and figured I'd start a podcast so I could share some of the stories I've experienced in my life that have moved me or impacted me in a positive way in hopes that sharing them with you will impact you in a positive way as well. So if you're here for the first time, I'm so honored and so happy that you're here. It means truly so much to me that you care. In last month's episode, my first life-changing step, we talked a lot about my journey and how that phrase manifested itself physically in my life in taking a literal first step forward towards what would be the beginning of my artistic career. And at the end of the episode, we talked about asking. And sometimes we, we don't know what that next step is, or we don't know how to move forward or how to heal. And sometimes we have to ask for help and that it's okay to ask. It's a beautiful thing to call on your neighbors and ask them for some support or some, some guidance. So with that in mind, I thought that for this episode, I would share a story that I have gone back to so many times in my life when I'm feeling stuck and need a reminder that I'm safe to ask. So when I was in college, there was this super hippie shop that I used to go to all the time. We had this like strip of restaurants and boutiques and bookstores and coffee shops and such, like, I don't know, a couple miles from campus of where I went to school. And in this area called Coventry was this super hippie shop called Passport to Peru. And in my junior and senior year of college, this was when I was really starting to find I don't know, like that hippier side of me or or just my spirituality started to change. I was moving away from the Catholic Church because of just the trauma that I experienced being on the LGBTQ spectrum and being Catholic. And it just, it wasn't resonating with me anymore. Like certain things of the Catholic tradition I held on to and the rest I did away with. And so during this chapter of my college career, I was starting to explore other forms of prayer, I guess, if you would say that, or other forms of spirituality. And I started meditating a lot. And so this shop in Coventry called Passport to Peru, I would go to all the time to buy incense because I loved burning incense in my college house. 
It was something that I would do when I would come home from practice. I would take my shower and I would go immediately and light an incense stick and just exhale in my bedroom and breathe out all of the stress that I had felt that day with classes and with basketball. And it became such a regular thing for me. I was burning incense pretty much every day and doing meditations several times a week. So I quickly became a regular at this shop. And because I was going so often to buy incense, I became friends with the owners of the shop and knew that this place was a place where I had found healing in college. Fast forward a little bit after graduation, after I had come home from my road trip and was living downtown, I was in the thick of suffering. I was still struggling so much with my heartbreak over my partner and I not making our way back to each other. And I had tried so many other modes of healing to help me process and work through the sadness that I was feeling. And nothing was working. I was doing yoga every day. I was meditating every day. I was doing breath work all the time. I was like watching, I don't know, pod, like listening to podcasts and watching videos, like inspirational videos. Like I was doing anything that I could think of to help me heal and, and start to let go of this heaviness that I was feeling and nothing was working. So I remembered back in college when I used to go to this shop all the time that one of the one of my favorite things to do when I was there was buy stones or crystals that had, you know, each stone has a certain property or a certain vibrational frequency that attracts other frequencies like love or patience or calm or whatever. I'm not really sure how the science works, but regardless, it was something that brought me comfort when I used to go there. And I remembered several times when I was struggling with one or more particular things and went into the shop and asked for a stone or something that could help me manifest these things in my life through meditation. And they would always be so helpful in getting me what I needed. And so I was like, you know what? I should just make the drive, go back to this shop and see if they can help me find a stone or something that can help me heal because I don't know what else to do. So I went and it was just me and the owner, Anne. And we caught up for a minute and I leaned my arms down on the glass countertop and I was like, Anne, she goes, all right, what's going on? Because she's just super intuitive. And I'm like, Anne, I need some help. Like, I just, I need some help. I, I'm just in a lot of pain and I don't know how to get out of it. And she's like, all right, well, tell me what's going on. So I told her the whole story about my partner and how she was the first person to help me really stand in my truth and be proud of who I am and that we had all of these plans to get engaged and get married and have a family and live by the water and that it just totally crumbled because of my insecurities and her not trusting me and, you know, that she moved away and she's living by the water like we always talked about, but we're not together. And, you know, it was just so, I'm just so in so much pain and I don't know how to let go. And I need some help figuring out how to start doing this. And she goes, okay, and nods and says, come around the counter. 
So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I walk around the counter and she goes, okay, I want you to just stand right here. Let your arms hang and close your eyes and just relax. I was like, okay. <laughs> so I did what she said. I stood there, closed my eyes and started taking big, big exhales, inhales and exhales. And I didn't know what was happening because my eyes were closed and I didn't know anything about this particular practice at the time, but she was performing Reiki on me while I was standing up. And I don't know if you know anything about Reiki. I'm learning about it right now, but from what I understand, you're supposed to have Reiki done when you're laying down because there's a possibility of you losing your balance as the energy through your body is starting to flow properly again. And so that, that is what started happening to me. So I'm all of a sudden starting to sway back and forth and I'm rocking left and right and I'm tilting and I'm just losing my balance. And I was just letting it happen because I didn't know what she was doing, but whatever she was doing, it was lifting weights off of my body, which I think is what was causing me to lose my balance because I was lighter on one side than the other. So I was leaning, you know? And so right when I really start to lose my balance and it's like I'm about to fall, the door to the shop opens and a woman walks in and I hear Anne say, hey, so-and-so, whatever her name was, can you come here and hold her? And I didn't, my eyes were closed. I didn't know who this person was. I didn't know what the situation was, but I was so desperate for healing and whatever, whatever Anne was doing, it was helping. So I just kept standing there limp like a rag doll and let this woman come up from behind me and literally scoop her arms underneath my armpits and cup her hands over top of my shoulder caps. If you can imagine, it's like her arms were like the straps of a book bag on my chest and her on my back. And she stood there like that with me and held me upright while Anne continued clearing through my energy and saying all of these things that I'm like, how does she know this? How is she seeing this? Like, who is this lady? Like, she is seriously so connected and tapped into something. I don't know how, because things that she was saying out loud and the questions she was asking me as she was clearing through my energy was like things that I've never told anyone and things that I've been struggling with alone. And she was like, seeing it all and lifting it all. And after she finished, the woman let me go. I felt balanced. I could, I wasn't leaning anymore. I opened my eyes. I turned around and just like looked at this stranger who was holding me for 10 minutes and just thanked her for supporting me. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't even remember your name, but you have literally held me upright while I was healing. Thank you for that because I needed you. And it turns out that this woman happened to be Anne's assistant at her Reiki facility. So she knew exactly what to do. So just like the timing of it all, the fact that I walked in when I did and was able to do that with me because there was nobody else in the shop. The fact that the next person to walk in by chance was her assistant who knew exactly how to hold space for somebody or literally hold me while I'm getting cleared. Like, just unbelievable how the universe worked in this situation. But I think 
The two aspects of this story that stick out the most for me are, one, it's okay to ask. Me letting my guard down and being vulnerable and going back to this place that had once been so special to me and asking for guidance and asking for help in finding healing and not worrying what the feedback might be on why I needed the healing and what I was healing from. Like, just being okay with asking for help. That, that is such a big lesson for me and for all of us, I think, because I watch myself and I watch others constantly gripping to their pride and not wanting to ask for a hand when they need one. You know, like, life is hard enough as it is, and doing it alone is even harder. So whenever I'm feeling stuck and I'm feeling prideful and I don't want to ask for help and I want to do it all on my own, I come back to that aspect of this story in look what just asking can provide to you. And the second aspect of this story that I come home to is how amazing it is when we support each other and when we allow ourselves to be supported by others. I could have easily been like, oh my God, no, who is this strange woman? Why is she coming up and and cradling me like a child, like a book bag? (laughs) But I wouldn't have had the same healing experience. Letting Letting it all go and just allowing yourself to be held is so important sometimes because sometimes we just like need it so wherever you are in your life whatever you're going through whatever you're experiencing i hope that if it gets to a place where you need to ask for help that you have the courage to do so and that you feel empowered in asking and that you believe that asking for help doesn't mean that you're weak it means that you're strong And secondly, that when that support comes and that help comes to your rescue, I hope you just let it hold you. I hope you let yourself be supported in the way that you need. Well, that's all I got for step two. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for caring about the stories that I'm telling. If there's anything in particular that you would like me to talk about in a future episode, please don't hesitate. Shoot me a DM, send me an email through my website, and I would be so honored to dig through my life experience and try to pull a story out that's directly relevant to whatever it is that you need to hear. But otherwise, if you like this podcast and you gained anything from it, copy and paste the link and send it to a friend in a text that you think might benefit from hearing it. All I care about is that we help each other forward, growing towards the versions of ourselves that we want to reach. So, until next time. I know you're scared, I know it hurts, but my love just one step forward. I know you're scared, I know. One step forward It's not about Being fearless Cause we're all
Trusted.